for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everything. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 53 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast for swimmers. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And we got two guests this week. Indeed. First up, I'm going to introduce a guy that has yet to be on the show. If you have one of those Blue Harvest stickers in your hands right now, it's because of this guy right here. It's Jeremy, the Space bar- Barbarian. I'm a little fucked up, so I'm going to be stumbling <laughs> over my words a little bit tonight. I'll just warn you. My, it's my Jeremy the Space Barbarian! Buddies! And in his second Blue Harvest appearance, listen, guys, I need you to do something for me. Go into your kitchen. I'm going to let you pause. But before you go, let me know what you need. Let me let you know what you need to make. Get yourself a piece of bread, piece of bologna. Another piece of bread, another piece of bologna, <laughs> a little mayonnaise, some crushed up chips, and some hot sauce. It's motherfucking goose pain! <laughs> yeah, what it do? What it do? And I'll have you know, Goose Pain himself requested returning this week because he has a very special subject he wants to talk about. But we'll get to yes. that soon enough. Before we get to that, we have a way we like to break in our new guests. And, uh,. I think we need to get to that now. Buddy, buddy, Jeremy. This has got me nervous. Oh, man, there's Don't no need be to be nervous. nervous. That's ridiculous. I'll have you guys know that Jeremy recently went through all seven of the movies in the saga to prepare for this. Yes, I did. I tried to, tried to come prepared. <laughs> That's impressive. I don't know if That's, many of our guests have, have done that before they came on. I needed to catch up. It had been a while. Yeah, a refresher. I, I think one of the prequels i had not actually seen all the way through so i needed to dude you smashed it so what are your first memories slash experiences with the war in the stars i've really tried to think about this a lot and i really think my first thing i can remember because i was born in 82 so pretty young for me yeah the year before i was born and uh a year before Jedi came out. So you were like maybe what? One when Jedi came Shit, out? May of 83? I, yes. mean, born I was born in April, so. Yeah. So uh, Will's, Will was just still swimming yeah. around in his daddy's nuts. Was not even <laughs> born yet. Not born till 85. But the, the first thing I can really remember is just 
Ewoks themselves. Mm. So it had to be Jedi. And I, I I can't recall the whole movie at that time, but that's the one thing that stuck out to me. I think Ewoks did exactly what they were supposed to do for you. Exactly. They made impression on a young, impressionable mind. You're like, those fucking teddy bears are brutal. I mean, exactly. in, re- in Return of the Jedi, <laughs> that's something to remember. Uh, have you ever seen the Ewoks movies? You know, they did two Ewoks movies. I have all. not. Yeah, you if, sh- I, if I did, I was too young to remember. Well, I got them on DVD. I'll have to do hey, I, I want to borrow those. I haven't okay. seen those. I want to borrow those. Next time I come into town, me and you will get a, get fucked up on some old fashions, and we'll watch the Ewok movies. It's the it's the chick, yes. the young girl that's like blonde with the white headband. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, I'm feeling it. Yeah, and her I'm brother's not, name is Mace. I don't think I ever saw. You never him saw. Him. It's not ringing a bell. Okay. Yeah. The Ewoks talk English. They speak English oh, in weird. these. Yeah. That'd freak me out. That's fucking weird. It's they an were experience. They were made for TV movies here in the United States. Are they considered canon still? I don't. I don't know. Okay, that's something Just I don't curious. know. They were made for TV movies here, and then in like Europe and Australia and stuff, they actually showed them in theaters. Oh wow! Uh-huh. So, anyway, so your first experience is, is remembering Ewoks. Right on. Now, what is the next? I'm fucked up. What's the next question <laughs> we do? We do. What's your first? Who's your favorite character? I mean, I'm going to have to say Vader, personally. That's Tell good. my man. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I knew Goose Payne would like that one. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh, man, that's the bomb B nipple on the tit Darth Vader. That, that's what I'm that talking about. That is the nipple on the tit. I was love ho- it. I was love hoping it, nipple it. on the tit would get brought up when I was here. <laughs> <laughs> you got it early. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, what did, okay, now that you recently watched, you watched the three prequels yeah. real recently. Yeah. What did you think about them? Well, I did it the way I should. I went four, five, six, one, two, three. Right. That's good. So I uh, I mean, I can remember going and seeing the first movie when it came out. And I remember being excited for it just because it, it is what it is, Star Wars. Right. And I don't recall much about it. So it didn't really strike you as being that great, apparently. No. So I don't know that I ever actually saw the second movie. I remember the end of the third movie, but I think the first one just kind of it kind of got me at that point. Yeah. But going back and watching them now, I, I did enjoy them. Um, Revenge of the Sith probably the most. Oh yeah, nice. I think that's a general consensus is that Revenge of the Sith. I actually like Attack of the Clones the least. The, the end of it though. The right? end of it is yeah, the good part. Nothing has right. something quite my, like the panache of that. Right. That last, all those Jedi and shit, I got I to break it down. That shit is cool. Yoda it fighting, is. that shit's cool. Something, it's just so dry and, Everything before know. that is. Right. The romance stuff is yeah, terrible. I know. It's tough. It's just tough to sit through. That's a kick in the nuts. It's hard to fight after a good fucking someone stomps on your nuts like that. Mm, dying inside <laughs> every moment without you. What'd you think of episode seven? I loved episode seven. I thought That's it was what I great. Like to hear. I mean, it was, you know, it was one of those things leading up to it. When you first saw a lot of those scenes, it was very touching. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a couple tears. Well, one or two. Right? With uh, episode seven. Oh, man. I, I've said it on the podcast, and I'm not ashamed. I cried like a baby. The first night we went to see episode seven, Jesse was rubbing my back and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't think okay. he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna make it through this. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was, I wasn't, I was respectful of the crowd. I did that ugly man stifle crying when you're like, held it in like a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so beautiful. 
I was like, uh, and I sat down. I was like, oh no, it's good. I'm good. I'm good. Soon as then, soon as. I was Lost there. Him. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. You saw you my secret. Probably had some thing. serious Christ not going, didn't you? <laughs> uh, maybe a little. No, maybe Haas is a pretty crier. No, I am not. <laughs> pretty crier. What the fuck is Dude, that? It's, it's like Mick Foley when he got his fucking uh, tooth knocked through his lip. Crier. When he Some lost people his look ear in Japan, horrible when they cry like an atrocious monster. Um, <laughs> so Hawes's face looks like Renee Zellweger beforehand. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Who Easy the cause. fuck is Renee Zellweger? <laughs> Did you see her lately? No, I'm she, super plastic surgery. Doesn't look like Renee Zellweger. Oh, hey, really? Some I I was reading. This is Renee Zellweger. You know something about Renee? I was like, that's not Renee Zellweger. Like, that's not her. Like. And it sure enough is. Like, I did not recognize her. Jerry Maguire, man, show me the money. I mean, more power to you. Like, I'm not hating on you, boo-boo, but I just did not know who you were at first. I'm not hating on you, boo-boo. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Honey, boo-boo. Nice. All right. Um, what do you want to see? So we got uh, two movies coming up. We got Rogue One this year, Episode 8. First off, what? how do you feel about Rogue One? Being as like a, a more casual Star Wars fan... Does that one interest you? Yeah, it does, absolutely. Right on. I, I really enjoyed the trailer. I thought the trailer was great. Um, get to see some Darth Vader. Right. So that's I just, cool. I think there's going to be a lot of fighting, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to see going forward in, like, Episode 8, Episode 9? Where do you want the story and stuff to go forward from there? I mean, I've thought about this somewhat, and I really don't know. I... I think I'm just stoked to see what's going to happen. Yeah, and I'm I'm stoked that they're turning them around a little more quickly than they did during the prequel era because right. we had to wait three years in between each movie back right. then. That's now really it's only true. two years. I mean, I'm obviously excited to see more uh, uh, Ray and Finn, but I'm kind of excited to see where they take Kylo too. Yeah, exactly. the more the more and more I've watched uh, the Force Awakens, the more and more I like Kylo Ren. Right on. You just want to know where that story, where it goes. Right. You know. But I, I, the the costume, the it, all of it, the presence, I, I, the a, attitude. It's a good character. The demeanor. The With his mask on. Right. The arrogance I, to take I'm, his I'm mask worried, off. Though, like I think that black, that mask got blew up. Are they going to build him another? I, he the lost same? it down in the center. Yeah. And he got his pretty face messed up because he took it off. Right. Pretty face. Whoa. <laughs> That's an yeah. exaggeration. That is indeed an exaggeration. So uh, I think that does it about for the questions. Am I missing one? Can you think of one that I'm missing? Um, no, I think we hit most of them. No. Right on. Favorite. Favorite. Y'all oh. didn't ask favorite, and that's one of the ones I've thought about a lot, too. What's your favorite? Favorite I mean, character? Is what we're no, no movie. movie. Favorite movie, right. I mean, Where I could go Empire with everybody else, but just because of what I first saw being Jedi. Yeah. I kind of got to say Jedi. I, I will Jedi's be honest with you. When I was younger, Jedi was my favorite because yeah. it's where you saw Luke with the most ass as a confident oh, yeah. Jedi. For sure. He triumphed sure. at the end of the saga, and that was my favorite because Luke was the hero. Right. But as I understood cinema as I got older, I, I felt more like Empire Strikes Back was a perfect movie. But I completely understand I mean, what I you're talking go, about. It's one of those I could go either of, way with it. Right. Because Jedi was my favorite so young, it's got a special place. Absolutely. So, you guys want to get into some emails, discuss a little Star Wars email action? Let's do it. Uh, Goose, one of these emails is going to be real appropriate for your uh, your rant you want to go on. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so first up, I want to uh, tell you guys real quickly, you know our buddy Evan that came on the show um, two or three weeks back, maybe four weeks back. He released his children's book today, and it's called Roles Reversed. And if you want an ebook copy, you can get one at blurb.com, and it's under ebooks, Roles Reversed, written and illustrated by Evan DeCellis. And I took it, uh, took a chance, or took a chance. I took a look at it today, and man, it's top notch. It's got like a real. Do you guys remember that comic strip, Far Side? Yeah. Um, it was it was like in the papers and stuff. Man, Evan's talented. This dude can fucking draw. But uh, yeah, check like this one out. It's it's uh, monsters dressing up as humans and going trick or treating. <laughs> That's awesome. And like uh, chickens having human fights. <laughs> man. What a talented dude. But yeah, you guys should check it out. It's really it's really cool, really well illustrated. And it looks like the, the chicken from uh, Family Guy that always chases Peter around and whoops his ass. <laughs> <laughs> the chicken's Boba Fett. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys should check that out. Our buddy Evan, he's always been cool to the show, written in some good emails and, and stuff. So, uh, you know, do him a favor. Check it out. All right. So, our first email... For the evening is from our buddy Tomas, Tomas. who wrote in, wrote in last week. He says, "Hey guys, thanks for reading my email last week. Today I have a sort of short email, but I was just wondering what do you guys think that the most important thing to be addressed in episode eight will be? Not necessarily what you guys want to see in the movie, but what has to be addressed to move the story along. Anyway, have an awesome day and keep up the good podcasting. Thanks, buddy." <clears throat> So, uh, we'll go around the table this way. How's that? And then we'll go around the table this way. Um, first up, I'll say the thing, what I say needs to be addressed is Luke. Like, the whole movie for The Force Awakens was centered around the, short, the search for Luke, what's Luke up to, what's he been doing. I think the thing you need to address is Luke, just in general. What's his mental state like? Uh, how powerful is he? Um, is he going to be willing to train Ray, or is he going to be reluctant? How does he feel about Kylo killing Han Solo? A ton of things. I think you know, with him not being in the the last movie that much, you really got to hit it hard and address some stuff with him in this one. Goose, what do you think? Yeah, that uh, I, I think they need to address Luke, and they also need to. Uh, like I said, when I was on here the first time, they need to go into further detail about, you know, uh, Kylo. I want the, I want a lot more information about Kylo just because, you know, we don't know what he's fully capable of. If he's going to finish his training, he needs to, you know, finish his training and, you know, let's see what he has. Right. I, I got gotcha. you. Um, I think... Both the character of Kylo and Rey will grow in power in the next one. Just like if you think about Luke in uh, the original trilogy, like he exponentially gets more powerful as the movie goes on. And I think you can expect that for both yeah. of them. Well, uh, like, like, oh, hold up. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Like, uh, like you and I were talking about like the other day when we caught, when I called you, there's going to have to be some training uh, that takes place, you know, because it doesn't go in, in order like, the, you know, we're about to watch an hour and a half, two-hour movie. It's not like one or two hours. Like, that's several months. So there's going to be some training, you know, with Ray 
and also with with Kylo. So when if if they ever face off or when they face off, blah blah blah, you know it's going to be it's, they're going to be pretty powerful. They're not going to be you know you know pulling punches or anything. They're going to be going at it. Right. <laughs> Will, what do you think needs to be addressed? I I think just like you guys both said, the progression of uh, Kylo Ren and you need to know what's up with Luke and how Luke's going to help write things in the galaxy. I feel like you've got to also progress these characters. And like you guys said, see Kylo Ren and Rey grow a power. You also have to see Poe Dameron and Finn grow as badasses, I feel like. Right. And you need to show me Luke Skywalker whip an ass for a minute. I don't. I mean, I would prefer more than a minute, but you just got to show me... I want to see Luke whip an ass, like, and the, or, or power level, or you know, just be intimidating or <laughs> mind trick or like power level five thousand, and then you know once you, and then you got to set up for the big conflict, which, which is going to be re, you know resolved in the third one. However, it comes, you know, you need to set up that conflict or that twist, whatever's coming. The suspense is going to build in that one. There you go. Jeremy? Watch him go Super Saiyan. <laughs> Goose is trying to make these Dragon Ball references happen tonight. <laughs> he wants a Force Unleashed movie. Well, I, I definitely, I mean, more about Luke, more about Kylo, but Ray's parents. Uh, I think we may get some hints, but I almost get the at feeling. At least family ties, you know. Yeah. I think we may not even get that fully answered until nine. That may be the big twist. Well, you said you eight know. and nine. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's true. Because, like, well, yeah, uh, the thing is, is, like, if you think about it, we find out that Luke's dad is Darth Vader in Empire. But if that's the first time you see that movie, you probably don't really believe him to some point. You know what I'm saying? I can remember as a kid being like, "Mm, I think he's just fucking with you, Luke. (laughs) And then it gets fully confirmed in Jedi. Right. You know? So I wonder if maybe something like that will happen or if, you know, it's it's just not going to be fully confirmed confirmed until till nine uh but that is a big question mark out there right. i think you there's need a, there's to a lot of talk about that so yeah. i think you also need to develop the character of snoke a little more i agree and if you think about it we really don't know what the fuck snoke's deal is like what does he want out of all of this like, does he want to become the new emperor and get, like, total control of the galaxy? Or is he just a, a dark side evil that wants to eliminate the Jedi? Like, we got to get some motivations for Snoke, I think. Um, <clears throat> I think Snoke is not not as brave as he would seem. You know, oh, no, I, like, I, I think he's a, right. I think he's a total coward because... He would have had the galaxy on lock if he were really that powerful. If he were Palpatine powerful, the galaxy would have been his 10 seconds after Palpatine was out of power. I mean, Ooh. I mean, clearly he got fucked up, but I don't know. I mean, unless you're not politically connected, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I'm talking myself out of it now. <laughs> Thanks, Will. He's <laughs> talking himself in circles. I mean, he's got to have more gain than just to kill all the Jedi, or kill the last Jedi. Right? Yeah. There's more he to probably it likes that. having his grip on the galaxy, and if the Jedi come back, they're really going to fuck with his shit. So. And, like, uh, what is his connection, if any, to the Empire? You know? Um, yeah. it's There's a lot of questions with that guy. And it's the one thing where I could see them... Because if you think about it, we talked about it, you don't know shit about the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. He shows mm-hmm. up, 
and like it, it's not like they give you a ton of backstory on him really yeah, that's you really hear? what the prequels are yeah it's all his backstory and we've said this before but it's you know as han solo mentioned uh snoke's just using you for something and he'll discard you right? yeah he'll crush he'll, you. he'll crush you when he's done and i'd i'd like to know what that is what he's using him for right um so next up thanks once again thanks tomas for writing in buddy tomas um, i think i sent him a he did a he got his sticker he got his sticker um our next buddy up is Aaron. Aaron is the guy that wo- uh, wrote in last week, Goose, who was talking yep. about, uh, you know, this is the one Goose wants to go on his, uh, he wants to get on his soapbox. I see him getting ready. He's, he's got his pulpit out. He's, pre- he's prepping. <laughs> All right, this is what Aaron has to say. Hey, guys, I love the new episode of the podcast. Thank you for being so kind about my email on the show. I feel like I finally have some Star Wars friends I can converse with. I've been making my way back through back episodes of Blue Harvest, and I've been having a blast with them. Will mentioned on episode 46 that the tank and Rogue Rogue One's trailer with the person kneeling in front of it is possibly Vader's meditation chamber. The meditation chamber that we saw in Empire would have been his chamber on the Devastator. Maybe this is what it looks like on the Death Star. I don't think the person kneeling is Vader, but I haven't completely ruled out the possibility that it's the Emperor. What, but who does the Emperor kneel to? No one that we've seen. I feel as though the Emperor must be involved in some way, seeing as there are Imperial Guards. It's possible that the chamber is some kind of back to tank or something similar, as mentioned before. The only reason I would see to have the Imperial Guards there without the Emperor is that they were guarding Vader while in whatever kind of tank that is. I heard a rumor about Vader possibly being in some battle and being damaged prior to the events of New Hope. Maybe this is the reason to have the tank? Keep cranking them out, gentlemen, and I'll keep listening. Thanks, Aaron. Jeremy, you want to start off on this one? We'll let the two Vader aficionados Wait, go what first. What was the actual question out of so, this one? Okay, do you remember the scene in the Rogue One trailer where there's like a tube right, right. and it's glowing and there's a hooded a who, guy in a rope? it actually is? Like... Do you think it could be? Do you know? Are you familiar with what a back to tank is yeah, in Star Wars? Right, right, right. Healing. There's uh, some rumors and you know, possibly some confirmation that that is what that is. It's a back to tank, invaders in there getting worked on, and that we might see a scene of him coming out of that and getting like all the armor and limbs and shit put back on him. Um, which to me, uh, just as a quick digression. Um, seems like a like one of those classic horror movies like it seems like a scene out of almost like a frankenstein movie or something where you see the the monster getting put together or some shit you know what i'm saying i could imagine like real ominous music and like that scene in the new robocop movie which was not that great by the way (laughs) but that scene was disturbing where they like oh yeah it it was was, i don't know why it was quite so disturbing i know what you're talking about that movie was butt though yeah (laughs) um so do you think it's uh, okay? So well, let's take the question this way: If those red guards, you know, those red guard guys, the Imperial guards, um, what do you think they're doing in there? Do you think we'll see the Emperor? Do you think they're they're only there for the Emperor? And I mean, that's a possibility, but I I think Vader has something to do with that scene too, one yeah. way or the other. I mean, I, it, it most likely, if I, that is a tank, it would be him in it. I honestly couldn't really connect the Imperial Guard 
to Vader if that was him. But uh, I mean, now that he mentioned that, like protecting him at the Emperor's, you know, order, that would make sense. While Darth, while Vader is vulnerable <coughs> right. to have the protection of, yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Honestly, uh, what about you, idea. Goose? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm for one hoping that that's Vader, and he just comes out and he's just all immaculately awesome. I mean, it'd be cool. That's to see exactly what. Together. Yeah, I want to. I, I and from what I've heard or whatever with the uh, designs or whatever, if he does show up, I guess they're redoing the designs on him or something like that. Well, I'll say this: like there was a uh, Rogue One book got leaked out online. It was a big thing, and it wasn't anything super spoiler heavy or anything Spoilery. Spoilery. i tried to get around it goose but you threw me under the goddamn bus he was like whoa 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 hold on hold back, on say that, that again back up over Burlery. um it was mainly like uh character names for the entire cast but it confirms that darth vader's in the movie so darth vader is in rogue one we've all known it forever now but it's 100 darth vader's in this movie you know um i think maybe you know Darth Vader didn't just Anakin didn't just get a little bit of fucked up. He got full on fucked up at the end of Revenge of the Sith. So yes, I don't know if it's going to be the result of a battle where he needs to go in and get back to healing. No, it it, it would be from. It could be just general movie. upkeep, right? right you right. know, because if this takes place a year before A New Hope, you know, it's been twenty years close, somewhere around twenty years or so. Oh, Eighteen since, since, since he Revenge got turned of the Sith. into yeah. Bob. Yeah, since he got turned into Bob. So, um, yeah, I could see that this is just part of what he has to go through because, like, there's scar tissue and, like, third degree, fourth degree burns over Doesn't your entire have body. Robotic lungs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't that's know that his breathing suits apparatus. Like, I, mean, I know he's got soon, a breathing yeah. apparatus, but. I think that's what that's for because his lungs were just completely destroyed. So he got that mechanical, like, Maybe. breathing thing. Like, it's like an iron lung. He's pretty much, bre- like, Right, Iron lung right. is keeping he's, him alive. He's having to breathe pure oxygen or something because his lungs. Yeah, I mean, that's when the helmet got messed up. That's why he, with that and the lightning. Yeah, shorted out shorted his breathing. Out his breathing. Um, okay, I have a question to pose to you guys real quick. And, Goose, I know you're get, you're ready for this rant, but bear with me just a few more minutes. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. He's got it pulled out. All right. Let's say there's two ways they could go about it. You, They could do this whole scene, this you know supposed scene where we may see him getting put back together and shit and you just never see his face you see the helmet go down you never see It'd his be face. like a slow spin from yeah. one side to the other as all the if you do together. see vader unmasked would you be opposed to it being hayden christensen playing vader in like that one little tiny cameo role he's already cast for it isn't he there were rumors that hayden christensen was involved but it's nothing that's really it's been confirmed, confirmed. So uh, that's what I, I've been wondering, like, because it would I would prefer that uh, for continuity purposes. Yes, right. I would prefer that. You know, you're going to have to do prosthetics on him and shit, and and make him look closer to Revenge or uh, Return of the Jedi Anakin when he gets his hel- helmet taken off. But you know, somewhere in between those two, right? But yeah. for can- continuity purposes, I say you do it, and it's just right. like a middle finger to the prequel haters head, too. Head right. just needs to look like an egg. With a fucking crackly spot up one side. Right. And some dark-ass circles under his yeah. eyes. And no eyebrows. <coughs> no eyebrows. 
Don't make me repeat this again. <laughs> there should be no eyebrows. We had this discussion um, about the Rebels finale. Don't make me repeat this. Oh, we, that's when it was on Rebels. Okay. I remember that conversation. We know pretty much who's in the suit. It's a guy named Spencer Wilding. Or Wildling. Um, he, the only, I, oh, I say this all the time, in Guardians of the Galaxy... The guy who is listening to Star Lord's headphones in the oh, prison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that guy. So a big dude, right? You know, you got to get someone big to be in the suit because when like that's the thing. Some people were like, "Well, maybe Hayden Christensen is is in the suit the whole movie." No, thank you. No, right? Because at the end of Revenge of the Sith, Vader does not look right. Just and it's, doesn't. It's because he's a, such a smaller dude than yeah, David I, Prowse or frame just ain't that. Our big. boy Bob Anderson. All right, Goose. So Aaron is the guy that wrote in last week. Uh, Aaron, just so you know, Goose called me about your email last week. And he was like, hey, I need to be on the podcast this week. I want to talk about some shit. I got a little bit of a rant to go on. And as a refresher to our listeners, Aaron was the guy that uh, told us last week that, um, you know, he his Star Wars fandom faded a little while because of kids at school thinking Star Wars was dumb and being kind of bullies and stuff. And this really chapped Goose's ass, let me tell you. So, Goose, what you got to say, buddy? We'll all, we, we'll all jump in with you. I'm not saying you got to take the... Yeah. Goose, take the wheel! <laughs> no, I just want to say, like, uh, I, I got a big, big problem with bullying. Anybody, you know, that has ever had problems with uh, bullying or who has ever been bullied, it's not cool. Uh, no, I mean, hell, I got bullied as a kid uh pretty bad i mean i was a nerd but also uh you know also got out and you know i was a baseball player you know i hunted and fished and everything but that doesn't that doesn't necessarily stop the bullying um <clears throat> just like in everyday life you just got to keep keep on doing what you what you like to do don't ever let anybody you know get over on you uh or you know what just don't take what people have to say to heart, especially when they're being douchebags. I, f- I fucking can't stand a bully. Uh, when when bullying started stopped bothering me, uh, it's when I put a bully in the hospital. So the, <laughs> you put a bully so, in the hospital, Goose. Yes. That's what happened? I mean, we're gonna need some story details uh, on this. That's where they belong. They, uh, Goose? Matter of fact, my mom actually found out about it because I got arrested for it. And, uh, wow. They, that's uh, badass, Goose. <laughs> Talking she didn't about know about it, and my dad justice. was, like, staring at me when I was talking about it when I was at home one time because she didn't know that I was arrested. Oh. Well, I mean, this guy, he, he he was just running his mouth. He he thought I was somebody else, and, you know, I wouldn't want somebody talking to me if, even if he was talking to somebody else, and he just, I don't know, he just got a little too close, and uh, he went to sleep. <laughs> Good night. He hit the. I don't know what button. happened to him. He just went to sleep. He ripped the nipple but, uh, off the titty. <laughs> yeah. He he went to sleep pretty quick. And uh, goose I mean, hit I that old reset button. That's what happened. Yeah, he got it. He got it touched. But I mean, that, no, that was a little bit worse than that. But uh, I just don't like the bullying because you know it, it hurts people, and that, uh, people that do that don't understand how bad it hurts. It. I wear Star Wars shit out. I don't give a damn. If, who thinks I'm a nerd? I mean, they're, they. I hope they wouldn't want to test that. <laughs> I don't think they should. As, as a grown man, I don't think they really wouldn't want to test that waters. But like, the people that have kids and stuff, if they like Star Wars, let them like Star Wars. You know, you need to. 
if they want to be a nerd, let them be a nerd. Hell, I'm a nerd, but I'm also, you know, there's there's other aspects to me. You know, I'm not just, you know, a, a nerd or whatever. But I'm a nerd with a lot a of guns. <laughs> yeah, he's a gun nerd. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a gun nerd. But no, I like I like the sci-fi stuff. You know, that don't that's a that's a stereotype that has been put on. Hell, everybody that's doing this podcast right now, and most of everybody that's listening to the podcast has been put on as a stereotype that, oh, well, these are just, you know, nerds. Okay, well, I mean, there's more to us than just us being nerds. I mean, we're all we're all different, but it shouldn't be talked about, and us, we shouldn't be put down like that, or the people who like the weirder stuff, I guess you could say. My or man. Just not the, just not the easy stuff. You're, but I mean, I wouldn't let that. I wouldn't let nobody ever. If I see somebody doing that to this day, like I'll, I'll say something, because it shouldn't happen. Uh, one of my best friends, his his daughter is actually my goddaughter. I take her to see the movies, like the Captain Americas, all the comic book things. And you know, I, I told her, I told her last time we went to see one, I was like, look, she likes drawing anime too. So I was like, look, if you you draw what you want to draw, I said, don't ever let anybody tell you any different. They make fun of you, just kind of kind of brush it off don't pay any attention to them i said because one day you will be better than they are and that's all you got to think about goose just brought the feelings to this podcast well i mean i'm just here trying with my boys trying to make a couple dick jokes and shit and goose is like <laughs> no nah, goose pain reach down and touch a heart or two no i'm really glad goose brought this up because no, i got bullied good. when i was really in school good. like i was the kid that was different like i grew up in the city till i was like fifth grade and then i moved to the country in mississippi like i was the weird city kid i didn't hunt i didn't drive a truck like i wasn't accepted like i read star wars books and they were like why do you why do you bring books from home to read in class like why are you raising your hand do you know the answer yeah i knew the fucking answer like and i was in show choir and i was in band and like People put you down, and I had to learn along the way, and I wanted so bad to be cool. That was what was most valuable, is to be cool. And when I grew up and I had real friends, friends that appreciated me for who I was and the things that I enjoyed and didn't put me down, that's what a true friend is. And anybody that doesn't think so can go fuck themselves. And let me tell you this. I bet you none of those people that picked on you in high school has crushed half the ass my boy Will Whitten has crushed. (laughs) Ass crusher. I told you that to tell you this. (laughs) Don't ever let anyone make you feel bad about who you are. Just go out and crush ass. The way to be cool is to be yourself. That's the coolest thing you can do. You don't have to be like anyone else. Being confident in who you are, loving who you are, appreciating who you are, rocking whatever the fuck you want to wear, then you're the coolest motherfucker on the block because you don't care what anybody else thinks. Uh, Goose, uh, and also Will Crush's ass. Did I say that? <laughs> oh, wait, Did wait, I? Wait, wait. Okay. At, ass Crusher Will Witten. <laughs> yes. That's his new nickname. <laughs> AC. Yeah. Will AC Witten. Uh, My man. I can attest to one thing, that Goose is a bit of a fighter. He's not anymore. It's been a long time, huh, Goose? It's got a good ring to it. Yeah, it's been been a minute. And and to be honest, I've only seen fight mode twice in my whole however long I've known you now. After the year probation that you and Amanda dated that I wasn't allowed to meet you. We'll talk about that's That's a story. You know what? No. We'll go ahead and talk about it now. You um, need your sister on here for that. I had nothing to do with that. I didn't so, say I mean, you did. Year. I didn't say you did. Amanda hey. and Goose dated for, I think, a year before I met Goose. And we lived in the same town. Damn. We lived minutes apart. Minutes we apart. We saw each other at the Shinedown concert. Saw each other. Oh, I, I, 
I didn't even realize. You forget about that? Were you were you like was Amanda like? Oh, I was shit, up there. That's, that's I was up my there brother, Todd. That, that's yeah, me and Todd. And I seen you. You were back there on the walkway. Oh, she's so. like she just walked back there. She didn't ask me if I wanted to come or anything. So I was like. Well, that may be family time, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I didn't even know. This is the first <laughs> I've ever heard about this. So yeah. hey, I started hearing whispers on the wind from my friends and friends of Amanda's. Amanda's dating this dude named Goose. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? his huh? motherfucking name is Goose? <laughs> on his birth certificate, it says Goose. I was around for this. <laughs> the first time I met Goose, we were at dinner with Nunny. That was the first time I met Goose. I was there the first time you the met Goose. The first time I ever met Goose was at a family dinner for my sister's I really birthday. thought Goose Payne was like a surname. That, that's all real. That's badass. I, I, want be, <laughs> I want it to be a surname. I'm, I'm Prince Prince uh, William. No, man. You're a, you're a knight. Harry. Harry, whichever one. Uh, you're a no. you're a knight. Anyway. <laughs> that's why you feel this way. You protect the people that can't protect themselves. Like, and then, like, you are right. Sir Goose Payne. Friends of mine and roommates of mine met Goose before I did, and oh, I'd wow. be like, "So what? what's what's this dude like?" Like, and they're like, "I mean, he was nice. He like he seems like a a kind of party guy, and he kind of talks like Boomhauer from King of the Hill." <laughs> and I was like, "What the uh, fuck?" Every, every damn old thing, man. Every damn thing, man. I go to my my grandmother's house for dinner, right, for my sister's birthday dinner. And I roll in, and there's these two dudes. And there's my sister and her best friend. And I'm thinking, okay, one of these dudes is Goose, my sister's boyfriend, and one of them's the other girl's boyfriend. I get introduced to these two dudes, and they're like, hey, my name's Joseph, and hey, my name's whatever the fuck the other guy's name was. So I still don't know he who doesn't which, know. I don't we know which one is Goose. We go the... <laughs> Halfway through the They're dinner, sitting in a weird, in a weird so, way too, because you would think you could tell a couple and a couple. No. They were, and my grandmother funny. is super Catholic. This comes into play. The other dude super. that wasn't Goose starts cursing up a storm in At front the of my grandma, table. in front of my grandmother, saying "fuck this, fuck that, oh what the fuck." And I'm like, oh. I, know, "I know we curse here, but that is not what you do in no, house. no. Like I ain't gonna we curse here, but listen, guys, there's an explicit. I wouldn't warning come content, over to your grandmother's house and be like, "Yo, what the fuck is up, Star Wars fans? <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Why the fuck you got plastic on these cushions? That's ridiculous. <laughs> but no, but like, so I'm sitting there like, if that is goose." There's problems. He's cussing in front of my oh, grandmother. Yeah, yeah. This isn't yeah, going to go yeah. well. Thankfully, that wasn't Goose. That was the other dude <laughs> who was a douche, yeah. right? Am I wrong douche about that? Bag. And that wasn't your friend either, was it? No. Okay. We don't no. stand for bullying or douchebaggery. No. No douchebaggery. So, yeah, I wasn't allowed to meet Goose for almost a year or something. And then, I st- uh, to this day, I think Amanda wishes that she had just kept us separate to this day <laughs> because Goose and I get fucking stupid when we're together. <laughs> Sometimes man will just be rolling her eyes at us and but shit. But you get like, along like peanut butter and jelly. Why did I bring him with me? <laughs> yeah. Big and rich time. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eating bologna Big Macs and drinking at Marty's until I throw up in my front yard. That was and a damn good time. <laughs> Eating bologna Big Macs and throwing up bologna Big Macs. The voicemails that came out of that to Rogue One were... Liquid, embarrassing I only got, the, I only got to hear the gold one. so uh our next email is from our buddy king tom and it's an act it's actually a really good sequel to our discussion and to the last email this is from tom he said halls and will what's up each week i listen to blue harvest it reinforces that belief that you have one of the best star wars podcasts out there well thank you buddy oh, thanks man and the more I listen, I feel the same way about the listeners who write in. I got to say, 
We got some A1 primo writer writer inners. We do. Our fan base are just good people. They are, man. And I appreciate every time they write in. <clears throat> Case in point. And the, oh, go ahead, bud. <clears throat> I was going to say, the, and, and the people who write in that stupid shit, fuck you, man. Don't write stupid shit in. Uh, What's stupid? Sh- oh, well, are, you, are you talking about the guy that wrote in about me on Rogue One? Yeah. Did you hear about yeah. that, Goose? Yeah, fuck him. How I was, dude, uh, fuck that guy? You, you have heard it? Now, I've heard that. And I'm not stupid, and I can kind of piece together some evidence who I think that might be, but it's a general douchebag on the internet, and I would advise you to watch your step, because you don't know how karma's going to affect you. This might come back and fuck you pretty hard, so I'd watch your mouth, and I'd clear up your tone, or something bad probably going to happen to you. I'll tell you this, they uh, wrote in again, it's not going to get re- uh, read on the podcast, because... Um Johnny doesn't want to read it because they made fun of me being in a wheelchair this time. And Johnny's like, I ain't reading that oh, shit. Wow. So, I mean, I, I look, good on Johnny, whatever. Well, let me find this bitch. I'll fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm say, well, Goose Payne is on the mission now. I didn't know that yeah, before. Yeah, see, I can, I can do some shit about that. You find this bitch and I will fuck him up. I'll put him <laughs> ass in a wheelchair. How about that? Well, <laughs> Vader Nick apparently wants to help you with that exact mission. Um, <laughs> you tell my boy Vader Nick, I said, we can do it anytime, anyplace. Just let me get in plane <laughs> well, ticket. I got it all day. Well, what's funny is uh, this this person that wrote in said they're going to fight me at Celebration. It's not going to happen. I oh, I don't think so I get, Amanda, we're going to Celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, on Expedia right now booking tickets. Year. All right. So Thanks, I money got to get out of jail. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to um, the email now. Case in point, F- episode 52's email from Aaron. He was dead on about what it means to share Star Wars with kids. Like Aaron, I've been a huge Star Wars fan my whole life. The saga has meant a lot to me, but its importance has taken on a whole new role in the last year. A year ago, I sat down with my two kids, Hope, now six, and Luke almost four. Oh wow. And no, their names aren't intentional. At least that's what I tell my wife and watch <laughs> Star Wars for the first time. Good man. They were instantly hooked. Viewing everything with them for the first time has had a lot added a lot to my fandom and being able to see a new Star Wars with each of them in the theater has been a highlight for me. So yeah, parenting as a Star Wars fan is an awesome thing. Although I have to admit I'm in awe of Luke. His knowledge of the s- saga scares me. He can quote lines back to me with frightening accuracy. He corrects inaccuracies in his kid's Star Wars book, and he uses my love of Star Wars to get away with shit. For instance, a few weeks ago, I was uh, in the bathroom on the can reading Bloodline when I heard Luke walking around in the hall. He started shouting out, Luke, Luke, you know, just like Uncle Owen does at the homestead. And then he says, I'm shutting the power down, to which I respond, I'll be there in a moment, Uncle Owen. Next thing I know, he reaches into the bathroom and turns the fucking light out on me. (laughs) I was laughing too much to be pissed. How old is this kid? He is, I believe he said he's four. Yeah. Dude. That's hilarious. That's awesome. You, I mean, keep going. Oh, he says, I was laughing too much to be pissed. Star Wars kids are awesome. Thanks for reading your pal, King Tom. That's I'll awesome. tell you, King Tom, you've got to, I mean, that kid is gifted. Like, he yeah. has awesome. the ability to memorize those words, and him, he's just, you got a great kid on your hands right there with like, a good to, sense of humor. Like, yeah, not only that, that's the sense a of humor kid. and the ability to be able, like, at four, to process that that line in a way to be like, oh, I'm going to shut the power down on my dad while he's dropping deuce. Right. You got a oh, bright, man. you got a really smart kid on your hands, man, and that's a great thing. He, that kid, that I'm telling awesome. you right now. King Tom's kid Luke, 
He'll be directing episode 15 or 16 before we know it. And Hope will direct 17. Yeah, there you He'll go. Be There'll the be a brother-sister team. Taking the shit. Like the Russo brothers or whatever. It'll be the, the King Tom kids. King Tom, if that happens, buddy, I'm going to need you to do me and Will a favor. We just need a small role. I ain't looking to be like a Jedi. I just want to be in, a, in the cantina sipping a drink. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to help me out when that time comes, King Tom. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Man, that's that's cool. Not telling you what to do. Just remember who liked to read your emails. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hope is an excellent that's an excellent way to give your kid a Star Wars name without it being like Leia. Right. Which not I'm not no, hating on good. anybody that would name, name their kid Leia, but Hope, that's cool. Yeah. You know there's that uh, professional soccer player named Hope Solo. No, I didn't know that. Like that had to be intentional, right? Like her parents had yes. to be like, "Oh, her last name is Solo. Let's name her Hope after." Star I wonder Wars. if I like. Now I'm curious. I want to look it up in like the white pages of America, all the solos and what their first names are to see, you know. What I you guarantee find. you. I mean, think of there's how six billion people in the world. Oh yeah, there's someone with the last name Solo whose parents are like, "We're having a son," and that motherfucker's name is Han. His name is Han. Right. There's a Han right. Solo out His there. His middle right name now. can be whatever the fuck you want it to be, baby. But it's His Han. His name is Han. I'm putting my foot down. The good one. <clears throat> All right. Han, my favorite solo. So uh, we have up next our buddy John. So um, this is what he has to say. Uh, I completely caught up with the podcast episodes. I think one of the funniest moments for me was the episode that Johnny Grosso filled in for Will. It was when Johnny talked about when he went to see The Force Awakens. When he talked about how the one guy got up early in the movie and left his popcorn and drink. How Johnny was wondering what the hell that guy was doing. I remember this. Then he got worried when he didn't come back and was wondering if there was foul, foul play afoot. I could see him getting down on the ground trying to investigate it. He described it so well. I almost burst out laughing at work. One of my co-workers <laughs> asked me what he was did. going on, so I explained it to him. But that's just one, of, one moment out of several funny moments. I wanted to respond to the email from Evan on episode 39, Han Solo is. Ooh, he's taking us on a flashback. Yeah, way back. Evan proposed that we pretend that episode 7 had not been released yet and that Harrison Ford was not alive to reprise his role as Han Solo, which, believe me, would have completely screwed up The Force Awakens. But I think in that situation, if I were writing the movie, here's what I would have come up with. I would have had it where Kylo Ren, who is obsessed with all things Darth Vader, having access to Imperial records would no no tactics that were used to find and capture Luke Skywalker in the past. Darth Vader believed that by capturing Luke, Luke's friends would draw him out of hiding and bring him to Vader. So I would have written it that Kylo engineered the theft of the Falcon and had captured, questioned, and killed Han Solo while trying to find Luke. This, unfortunately, would have had to be done off-screen and only found out by obtaining logs planted on the First Orders to draw them into the trap. It definitely wouldn't have had the same effect of seeing Kylo Ren killing Han, but when we find out that he was killed by his own son, we would all still be pretty pissed at him. I think that by having do it this way would require that Billy D. Williams reprise his role as Lando and team up with Chewie looking for the Falcon. So that's what I was able to come up. Sorry that was so long. May the Force be with you both, John. So thanks for writing in, John. <clears throat> you know, 
I've just I was going back and just listening to some older podcasts. I'm starting to run out of stuff to listen to at work because I've been working so much lately. But I was listening to some podcasts that came out like two, three years before The Force Awakens when there were just the bare amount of uh, uh, you know information and shit out there. And one that I found really interesting that kind of pertains to this is that there was an interview with George Lucas where before they announced the cast for Episode Seven, he basically said, oh, well, before I sold the movies to Disney, we were in negotiation to get all those guys back. Um, and he was like, you know, I can't say how the negotiations were going, but I told them all, if you don't want to be in it, you don't have to be. We'll write you out. So... Had Harrison Ford decided he didn't want to come back or something had happened to Harrison Ford? They would have wrote him There was, out. I mean, of course. They they would have not not done episode seven just right. because I think. It wouldn't have had the same impact, but they would have still done it. Yeah. And you know what? I think there's probably in the early stages of the, of the script and coming up with the script. I bet you Han Solo didn't have as big of a role in it as he did in the final movie. I bet you they added more of him in once they knew for sure. He was coming. I mean, why wouldn't you? Kind of excited about another Indiana Jones, too. I'm real excited about that. How how do you feel about that, Goose? Are you excited for a fifth Indiana Jones? Man, he's going to have to do a little bit better with uh, weighing out of the bags because he's too good. He's going to get caught this time. (laughs) For a second there, it took me a second to figure out what you were talking about. And then I remember (laughs) talking about weighing out the The bags. Yeah, he'd he'd have to be a little faster getting that bag shit shut yeah. up. I don't know because he's, he's getting on up there in age. I mean, he's not going to be able to just drop it and then look around and see a big ball coming towards him. This one's going to get run over this time. He's done. You know, I I'm really excited about it. I just didn't like the last one so much. It'll the be the cool last for one me. wasn't the best, but I really like the premise of it. The premise I've always of it been was cool. Big into like Mayan and that like oh alien yeah. shit. That was somewhat awesome. the alien shit, but mm-hmm. just the Mayan shit in general yeah. and, and the crystal skulls. That's an p- interesting topic to me. Yeah. The part I really didn't like, I guess, was the Shia LaBeouf yeah. aspect of it. Like, Oh, and, and that's know, the thing. You he know, apparently talks shit about the movie well, after, is, afterwards yeah. and stuff, so He's that kind of sucks. He's a fucking idiot, dude. Uh, anyway, but the, uh, where I, I guess uh, what I meant to say was that um, – now I've blanked out. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, what I was going to say is, so they're doing this fifth movie, and Shia LaBeouf, like, every now and then when oh, people talk no. about episode or this new Indiana Jones, they're like, do you think they'll bring Shia LaBeouf back? And I just, like, it blows my mind that you think they would. Like, that is yeah. a no. That's where I was at, actually. I, if you need someone to play the young, yeah, the, the younger, he, and I don't mean hero, but, like, I need an agile dude mm-hmm. directed by by uh, not Han Solo, <laughs> Harrison, yeah. Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. If you remember the Sean Connery movie he did, Chris Pratt, that was great. I mean, well, the, Sean Connery was in the third one. I mean, like, yeah, I was Sean Connery. I didn't mean <laughs> Sean Connery movie, but the the movie he did with Sean Connery. If he's more of the Sean Connery like character, right, and the like Chris Pratt guy, like you're talking about, is, is more young, of, right. young, young Indy. Not, and it wouldn't be have to be his kid, just. His best student at the university, right. or you know, the the thing is though. So uh, Mutt Mutt Jones, whatever the fuck his name is, is part of the story now. So oh yeah yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying you got to bring him back, but you got to have like you know. There's that two lines of dialogue in 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 four where they tell why uh, Indiana Jones's dad didn't come back. 
you see the picture of him, and then they mention that he died. Boom. Right, right. So I'm not saying you got to mention that Mutt died, but you got to be like, somebody's got to be like, well, where the fuck's Mutt? And he's got to be like, oh, he's a fucking fucking racing car. <laughs> swinging with monkeys and trees. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's an impossibility, bringing him back. If they did, I would be so shocked. It might be the biggest shock. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's the movie where he comes back and gets his shit together. Can't see it being the case. You know what? No, no, thank you. I'll no, thank you. You can you can get someone better. No, thank you. I like Shia LaBeouf. I mean, wow. I, some of the Transformers stuff I did like. I like Transformers one, one and three. The first one yeah. where he was. What? Why'd you leave out two? I do not I like. Don't feel two. like Shia LaBeouf was good in the second one. I don't feel like. The story was good in the second one. It was. What was the second one? It was made to uh, sell like they had all the, the dark side, side of the moon. The moon, I think, is yeah. what it was. It yeah. Or what good. was the what was the third one? No, I th- think the third one was Dark of the Moon. The third one is where they uh, attack Chicago, isn't it? The fallen. Yeah, I think the that's fallen. the third one, and then the oh. fourth one is when they brought in Marky Mark. A- yeah, Age of Extinction. I like that's the Donnie one. With, Walbert, I like right? the one with uh, Marky Mark. The, you oh, didn't. But the, the guy that's like his little sidekick. I think that dude is funny. T.J. Miller. Yes. Yeah, he is, yeah, he is funny. Do you watch uh, Silicon Valley? No, I don't. Man, he's fucking he, funny on that show. He kills me in Deadpool. Yeah, he is he's funny good. in Deadpool. He is. Deadpool's Go- awesome movie. Goose is a big fan of Deadpool. Um. Yeah, that I, uh, would be me as a superhero all day, beating <laughs> up bullies. Be super, if I could be a superhero, that would have to be me all day. Goose, like, please, I, could, I can't see me being anybody else. Please go to a con with me and dress up as Deadpool. He'll be so goofy. I know. I would have <laughs> He'll be so, so much goofy. fucking fun Goose, with Goose, Goose dressed would up. Have so much fun. <laughs> oh man, I'm Deadpool. What's <laughs> up, y'all? <laughs> Perched on things. See, that's the reason I can't. I, I can't dress up as anybody. I mean. Um, my accent's just a little thick. Oh, it doesn't matter. If you're dressed up as Deadpool, you don't have to say anything. Just oh yeah, you do. You got to be the Merc with a yeah, mouth. Yeah, you do. I mean, like, yeah, you, you had do. To, yeah, right. you had to be the. I'm telling you, look, the, I'm not saying you, you and Hall's got to get over this shit. There's nothing wrong with being Goose Deadpool, and there's nothing wrong with cosplaying anything that's not in a fucking chair. Like I, I got my cosplay I lined s- up. I Please, s- Lars, that's not I acceptable. Calls. That's yeah. Do you remember that? Do you remember that costume that I sent you, where that dude in the wheelchair was dressed up as a tie? Yeah, he was the tie pilot, and he had the wings and shit. Oh, that's and awesome. he had like he like they had a capsule around this dude in a wheelchair, and he had the wings on the side of his wheelchair. You need like a little like, sound effect with a speaker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. Wait, hey, we can make that. <laughs> that was good. Uh, that. Goose is on it. Uh, I'm just saying, and I think our Revenge listeners might agree. Falling. Revenge like, of the Fallen was the second. Yeah. I just had all I the quirky it was ones something. Dark of the Moon was, was three, right? And then Age of Extinction. Yeah. Uh, and in 2017, Transformers 5. The Last Night. Is that what it's called? Yep. They released a little teaser for it. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> so. The Marky Mark? Yes. Marky nice. Mark is returning. Good. I think our listeners I would like agree. I do, like, too. Yeah, he's good. I like. Uh, Other guys? No. I like um, Ryan Reynolds. As Deadpool, but I would like Deadpool a lot more if he sounded like Goose. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. oh man, right up Main Street, man. <laughs> What's your favorite Deadpool no. line, Goose? Give it to us. Uh, and just oh, you put me on the spot. I was sitting there thinking, <laughs> thinking about him right there. Oh uh, man, God, you're gonna have to come back to that. Okay. <laughs> 
Just go. Wait, I know. I got to put the brakes on for a second just because I'm amazed by something. Are you on Skype on the Xbox One? Yeah. It, Man, auto, yeah. it auto follows you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, oh. I've the never used Skype on mine. Like I this, haven't either. When you walked in to like go get a drink or whatever and came back around, I was like, holy shit, his camera follows him. The Xbox Connect is following <laughs> Lord. I've never used Skype on mine. I don't use my Connect for <laughs> shit. This is Goose creeping around his house <laughs> in the middle of the night, being a house creeper. <laughs> I use my Xbox for everything. Goose, you nut. Xbox, Will. volume up. Xbox, go to Netflix. I Xbox, yell at it. Watch TV. Like, pause. Xbox, goddammit, pause. No, I enunciate very clearly. I do, man. too. Goose, and you, it takes and three it still times for it to hear me. I stopped using the voice commands on that Xbox probably about a month into having it. Part of it was Amen. because... Every every time I started using it, Jesse would try to jump in and cut me off. And I'd be like, I'd be like Xbox, and she'd go Xbox. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, 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 launch, launch Netflix. She cut me right off. All right, so we got one more email. Then we'll probably call it an evening. Goose, start, start. I want before we go, I want a couple of lines of Deadpool's. Red, just as in your normal voice, but as, like you were acting in the Deadpool movie. All right? We got one more email. <laughs> Get out your phone. Favorite Deadpool line. <laughs> that's, actually, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah, I bought the Target. He's watching you The do Target that, exclusive Blu-ray, and it came with, like, Deadpool postcards. It was pretty neat. That's awesome. So this is from our buddy Joe, who was our guest last week. And he says, Will and Halls, thanks for having me on your podcast last week. It was a great time. And listening back to the podcast, one simple thing struck me that I wanted to address. We discussed The Force Awakens and how much more fun it was in relation to the original trilogy compared to the prequels. I wanted to point out something Luke, uh, George Lucas himself discussed in an interview years ago. If you look at it as a whole, the prequels are summarily a downer. Young Anakin Skywalker becomes an evil evil Darth Vader. I feel like Luke I feel like Lucas did as well as he could to turn a negative theme into an entertaining saga that is based on a predetermined negative conclusion. Thoughts, keep up the good work or great work. He didn't say good, he said great. Joe. So I know I know what you mean, Joe. Because <laughs> you know, there's there's no doubt that the um the original trilogy is just, as a whole, a much happier story. I should have shotgunned this beer live on the podcast. In honor of hey, Randy podcast listeners, podcast listeners, I got a natural light in my hand right now. I'm gonna fucking down it. You guys, start the timer now. It's no fair. I was sitting down. I can't drink fast anyway. Y'all got that. I got six, and it started Ooh. burning my throat. He crushed it. Woo. They forgot I'm passing this apple pie moonshine around quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I just killed that beer Took live on the dog. podcast. Hey, the next Brain time I come freeze. to Birmingham, Jamie, I will bring you some apple pie moonshine. Hey, man, no, I've had the bootleg stuff too, and it's great. <laughs> this is good, and it's cheap, and it's easy to get. But yes, I will drink. I will drink your. You'll drink your mountain your lightning. Mississippi, your Mississippi mountain lightning. Hey, do you like pickled eggs? Goose will bring you some pickled eggs. I'm not Ooh. much on the pickled eggs. <laughs> And I'd be all about a bologna Big Mac, but I ain't doing the mayo. I'm a no mayo guy. Smells like diamond. Uh, um, so, yeah, as I was saying, listen, this pro fucking podcasting, slam a beer and go right back to the, the topic at hand. Um, 
Hey, I'm not trying to force you onto these. Either. Oh, I'm That's... done on this. I am done right. on that. All right. Slam a beer like that, my belly will be a hurting. <laughs> it's um, a little, you, need, you know, a natural light with a moonshine back. Right. It kind of yeah. makes up. Yeah. yeah it's, I, it's, mean, I mean, as a podcast in Alabama, it only makes sense. Right. <clears throat> so. Um, We're drinking Bama style. That's true. Oh, man. Yes, sir. They, that's the sound of me slamming that beer. Listeners are good listeners. That's when the podcast went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if this podcast is going to be over after this email. <laughs> if you look at it as a whole, the prequels are summarily a downer. Young Anakin Skywalker becomes an evil Darth Vader. I feel like Lucas did as well as he could to turn a negative theme into an entertaining saga that is based on such a predetermined negative conclusion. Thoughts? Okay, back on track. So, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, Joe. The original trilogy, at its core, is a much more hopeful, happy story. I mean, the, the first movie is A New Hope. And just knowing, like, before the pre- prequels came out, the information you knew about what happened in the past only meant... The prequels are darker. You gotta think... I mean, I know everybody wants to say Empire Strikes Back is the darkest well, I one. Mean- in A New Hope, the galaxy is coming out of 20 years of darkness. And oppression. So in the prequels, you got to throw the galaxy in into 20 darkness. years of darkness. And if you think about it, even... So the the two movies, the one that... Ha- uh, or the three prequels, the one that has the happiest ending is The Phantom Menace. And its ending ain't that happy. <laughs> it's kind of ominous. It ends right? with a war, by the way. Yeah, no, no. The war hasn't started. The end of Phantom in The Phantom Menace, Menace it hasn't. Well, Qui Gon's dead. Talking about like there's the Gungan, right? Clone army oh no, no, I thought you meant like because the Clone War. I, mean, I should have said. I should have said battle. There's, right. There's. Well, I just mean on Naboo. That was pretty significant. And like it's attempted genocide, man. Creepy ass Palpatine has his eye on little Anakin and shit. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's some creepy shit going on. Two. What's like, creepy is when he's getting shocked by himself, and you just watch his face melt. <laughs> Anakin. <laughs> The only way I can explain it. Um, Dude, did he me? It's such an awkward face scene. It is. It's oh Sheev. Hard to look at. Oh Sheev. Right? Goose oh, loves Sheev. the fact that his name is Sheev. He's gonna name a dog Sheev. Oh. I'm gonna probably name my kid Sheev. <laughs> <It's> Sheev. <clears throat> Oh man, this is my son, Emperor Sheev Payne. <laughs> Emperor Sheev Payne's the middle name, <laughs> and then I can call him Darth Payne, and it would be legit. Yeah, it would. Um, and then if you think about it, Attack of the Clones ends on a downer. They win, but it's the start of a galaxy-wide war. Like, sh- oh, yeah. and then, I mean, three. And all the Jedi's are going the Clone too. Wars. Yeah. Motherfucking three. That I mean, if you think about it, Revenge of the Sith is probably the darkest, darker than Empire. It has to be. Yeah, kids yeah. Get killed. Killing, killing kids, killing yeah. all the Jedi. Kids get Absolutely. killed. Padme dies. Anakin right? falls to the Sith. Like yeah. it has to be dark. The Republic falls. You gotta throw the galaxy into twenty years of darkness. And watching him turn into Bob was flaming. Bob was. It was pretty rough to That's watch. Rough. You right. know what I've uh, I often sit and wonder to myself, and I'll get you guys' opinion on this. So you know. The original trilogy, so you have the prequel trilogy, which, like you said, is the galaxy falling into disarray and all this shit happening. The next trilogy is the next generation fixing everything that went wrong in the first trilogy. Mm -hmm. Now we have this new trilogy, 
what if this new trilogy is more like the prequels in the fact that there's not a happy ending? It that at the end the of nine, darkness. like at the end of the nine, maybe that's not a happy ending. Maybe the Republic is gone and the First Order has taken over. And then in 10, 11, 12, if, if and when we get those, what if that is then maybe even the next generation raise kids or whatever writing everything writing everything right i don't think they'll wait for raise kids i i don't think it's so either. if if john boyega and uh oscar isaac and uh daisy ridley you know want to stay relevant in the star wars universe they will if it remains lucrative and if they continue to enjoy it they could progress these characters through their adulthood yeah to do bad at that that level of badass stuff to write you know the, I mean, the very Force Awakens has plunged the galaxy into darkness. Yeah. The Republic is gone. Yeah. By the way, it's gone. There's a power void now. Oh, yeah. So it's up to oh, yeah. what's left really of the resistance. Of the resistance to stop the First Order from becoming the next empire. Right. right. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if they don't win that battle? And I'm not the saying that everybody dies. Itself, like, or, 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 or no, the, the, first, empire, the, first know, the First Order the first is order, right. now the right. ruling government That's of the I galaxy. Mean, I, you, you know. Um. It just makes me think that because, you know, we're, we're just assuming it's going to be more like the original trilogy where everything is cool at the end. Maybe th- everything is not. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see at the end of the ninth movie, the resurrection of the Sith. And you're like, oh, shit. The Sith are back? <laughs> me too. And then... <laughs> Fucking great time. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know if the mics picked that up. It doesn't up, get but. any better though. than that. But that's all, I'm going to laugh at that every time I hear it. That was the best <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. It kind of sounded like that. It is, is a fucking <laughs> drummer timing. <laughs> um, I could see that being cool where, like, then... You know, the, the Sith don't come back in this trilogy. We get Kylo and whatever the fuck he is, but... For 10, 11, 12, that's the new Sith they got about. Will's still laughing at that. <laughs> it was funny. It was well-timed and yeah. classic. It was good. Ask Crusher Will Witten. <laughs> They'll be like, Will A.C. Witten. I'll be like, what's the A.C. stand for? And I'll be like, I'd tell you, but I'd have to uh, And then I jump. <laughs> but I have to ask Crusher. <laughs> then I come up behind him. Ask Crusher! Uh, ask Crusher sounds like a... Toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> ass, ass Crusher sounds like a fucking Cannibal Corpse song. This oh, yeah, next song is Ass Crusher. There's a band called Ass Suck. Is there really? How are they? No clue. Oh, I was so the the comic. They, you should have gone. They suck ass. They suck ass. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I, no I was shit. waiting for I the other no shit. shit. I set you up. <laughs> Earlier, like, that, earlier when coming. you said the the Hope Solo name, it, it was so matter of fact in the way you went into it. I really thought we were going to get a cripple ghost joke out oh. of it. Oh shit! I didn't even. Do you think... know what? I was on. I was not on my defense, and now I am. Like, oh, <laughs> you were it's too late. If you were going to get late. it in, you should have no, done I... it right before then. <laughs> Goose, did you? I'm, hear... I ruined it. I'm did... too damn on my defense now. Goose, did you hear yes. that crippled ghost joke I got him with? Yeah, I mean, it was hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> but my, there's like three of them. Will. I'm like, there's no way he's believing this. <laughs> yeah, I just I like did. the first time I listened, I'm like, no, he's really believing it. <laughs> Holy shit! This, this, uh, if you ever been fishing, the you know the fish that swallows the hook. Yeah, yeah. I know. I felt it. Yeah. That hook, is line, so bad. It got his I know lungs. it did. 
You just cut the line and I was embarrassed. Yeah, you just have to cut the line. You're right. You have to cut the line and like he just goes back. Right. (laughs) You hope you don't see a trail of blood coming out of his lung. Yeah, you you hope he lives through that one because you got him. Right. That makes no. So we're winding down for the evening, Goose. Before we go, though, I think our listeners need to hear Goose's audition tape for the role of Deadpool. Now, look, like I said, I got nothing against Ryan Reynolds. You wicked. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. Imagine if this is what you heard instead of Ryan Reynolds. Goose. Okay, this this is where uh, Deadpool knocks on the door at uh, the X Mansion, and uh, Colossus answers the door. Or no, yes, Neg- me. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> right? And then what? No, no, Colossus answers the door. Okay, go for it. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's me, Deadpool. I got an offer you can't refuse. I'm going to wait here, okay? It's a big house. Funny that I never see only two of you. It's almost like the studio couldn't afford another (laughs) X-Man. Goose, do the line. Uh... There's, I know which one you're looking for. Hold on. There's, there's 61 kilos of cocaine here. Yeah, I, I got it right here. <laughs> I knew which one you were looking for, and I was going to do that this one. This is my favorite line in the entire movie. <clears throat> Listen, Al, if, you never, if I never see you again, I want you to know that I love you very, very much. I buried 1,600 pounds of kilo, 1,600 <laughs> kilos of cocaine somewhere in the apartment right next to the cure of blindness. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's going to about do it this week. Um, I am going to go vomit because I shotgunned a beer for the first time in like six years. Just because Jeremy came over and I was like, yeah, I'll fucking shotgun yeah, I'll a crush light. I'll crush it. Let's do it. Jeremy we'll, needs to come down here and we need a party out here. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, good. We can shotgun I, I, some beers. I'm sorry I bitched out when you and Berkeley were hanging out. Oh, man. But I did definitely enjoy my fucking oyster tacos at Babalu. Man, how good were them things? I went back and got more yesterday. <laughs> oh my god, they're probably banning you from that place. Like you smashed Goose. like twelve of them while we were there the first time. We yeah, yeah. cook those at the I, house. No, I think I ate way. six ta- six tacos. Well, then when when everybody comes, won't you come to my house? We'll just like cook for me. That's what I'll Hell do. Yeah. Man. We'll make oyster tacos. Dude. We'll go down to Mississippi. I, I can cook so we'll much. Shoot shit guns and will and goose's back. All about shooting guns and fishing. We'll shoot guns and I'll cook food. I, dude, I've been brushing up on my culinary skills watching the uh the french masters yeah. jacques pepin julia can, child i've been i've been brushing <laughs> up on uh hitting bullseye all the time because i want to be deadpool <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling y'all right now did i leave the stove on <laughs> when when um when uh, ryan reynolds retires for the role of from the role of deadpool i got you <laughs> i got you <laughs> i manage i'm his manager I got this guy, Goose Steel Payne. That's his real name. His real middle name is Steel. Movie it star. Is. Well, anyway. Sounds like a porn star. <laughs> I could see that being. Steel Payne. Steel Payne. Yeah. yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. I got to go with that. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for coming on this week. I really appreciate it. I was like, shit, I hope they don't Google oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate I everybody I that. Uh, I guess I wasn't <laughs> slick by using my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> should have used a different name. Just Goose with a Godsmack tattoo on his back. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And nothing but a leather vest. I thought. <laughs> 
Leather vests and assless chaps. <laughs> all all chaps are assless. I know. I own several. That Whoa. comes. That's that's the voice of knowledge, ladies. Jesse just winked. At, Jesse just winked at you. She that got was a big of old wink. grin on her face. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, because she, she wants me I, to. She wants me to look like I'm wearing leather pants when she's fucking pegging me in the butt. Ooh. So anyway, I want to thank you guys for coming on. I want to thank Stoned Cobra for the theme song. They just released a new album, Armed and Hammered, which you can get on Spotify, on iTunes, and on Bandcamp. And you can check them out at stonedcobra.com. I want to remind you that our good buddy, extended family member Evan DeCellis, just released his new book. And you can find that on blurb.com. It's called Roles Reversed. It's a really awesome kid's book. You should really look it up. It's well done. Very well done. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you guys for coming on. Jeremy, I hope you come on again. No, oh, I enjoyed it. I would love to. All right. So for Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast, I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. I'm your guest, Jeremy. And I'm Goose Payne. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>